This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome. Everything's fine. This is a Good Place Podcast, brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello. And this is Everything is Fine, (laughs) a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. We do an episode for every episode they do. That means we're on season four, episode three. We are going strong on this final season, and the story is really cooking now. I am excited. We're getting going. We're three episodes in. It's all happening. And you said final season, uh, the fourth season. We're still keeping it. The fourth season of The Good Place. And this is the fourth season of the podcast. (laughs) It is the fourth season of both. And if you want to get involved in our Outside the Podcast discussion, the Facebook group is lively every week. Go to Facebook, search Everything is Fine. You'll find us. We're the only ones there. Everybody, all the Maximum Derricks are there talking. They love recapping the episode, bringing up kind of tangentially related things. It's a lot of fun. You can also find us on Instagram at Everything is Fine Podcast, on all other social medias at Nerdy Things Pod, and at www.nerdythingspod.com. All right. So normally we call back to the previous week's episode with a question or something, but I couldn't come up with one. So cool. I okay. wanted to talk about something else. I know. Kevin watched Parks and Rec. Jules, did you watch Parks and Rec? No, not recently. Okay, so Kevin and I can participate in this part of the conversation. I just finished Parks and Rec. And what it did for me was provide tremendous faith that this season is going to end up being awesome from The Good Place. Because that might have been the best end to a sitcom I've ever seen. Normally they fizzle out or the finale sucks, but there was so many great payoffs at the end of Parks and Rec. It was awesome. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it shows that they plan these out well ahead of time. Even if they don't know when it's going to end, they at least know the story arcs going in. Right. Did you? Wa- yeah, it was did, It was just very cool to see it end so satisfying. Yeah. Did you want to talk about what we think so far, how, how we think it's going to end or how we think it should end? like of course we're gonna want everybody to do well but like i know before i saw this episode i like had something in my head that could be like really mean to the viewers i think i don't know um like have i think at the end maybe chidi will or eleanor will have a choice to give chidi all his memories back or not to like it especially and we'll get into it in the episode but like i think maybe He'll, you know, over this whole year, he'll live his whole life and he'll be fine. He'll be amazing. But then she'll have the choice to give his memories back or not. And I think that's that's for me what I think is going to happen at the end. And then she's going to have to go through it. But that's really like shitty. (laughs) I don't know. Thoughts. Yeah, I think with this show, every time we think they're going to go in a direction like that and like that's going to be the payoff at the end of the season. They do that in five minutes in the middle of an episode. True, true. So I, this is what I love about the show is I don't know that I can tell you where it's going to go. 
Mm-hmm. Like there's so many theories out there and they're all wrong, but they're all so spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I can't even come up with a decent theory as to how I think this is going to end. I mean, sure. Yeah, I think they're all going to change the world. There's going to be a recalculated way to get into the good place and more humans are going to get in there. I have no idea how that's going to happen. I have no idea whether Eleanor and Chidi and all them are going to be happy with the end result. I don't know if that means Michael's going to die. Uh, I don't know if that means Eleanor is going to go to the bad place, sacrifice everybody. I don't know if that means Chidi's stomach is going to explode out of his <laughs> belly button. I, I, I don't know if Janet's whole head is going to turn to red hair. I don't know. <laughs> Michael's God, you know, Chidi's the devil. Like we, I've seen a million different things. Oh, <laughs> Oh, so I we're, get we're it into now. metaphor territory now. Ah, okay. So, All right, so by, well, by watching Parks and Rec, you're, you're, uh, the the idea of it having a, a finality, a good ending, is reinforced. Is that what you're saying, Tim? It's just yeah. It's so rare for a sitcom's final season to be a be good. I mean, normally it's just some fan service, and it's not great. There was a lot of creativity in the final season, but then even more so, the finales almost always disappoint. Yeah. I mean, there's just no finales that are any good as single television shows. And they did this two part finale where they had a really good episode. But within that episode, there was these flash forwards for each of the character arcs. And then those flash forwards kind of connected as they went on. And you got stories that a were believable and B were satisfying. Like you wanted these things to happen to these characters and they weren't perfect. They still had to make some tough choices to get where they were going, but this, it was just brilliant. It it was like they had a, a sure hand on the wheel. Oh, a sure hand. Yeah. All right. Well, with that pun, (laughs) why don't we get into the out of context quotes of the week? Jules, kick it off. Okay. We exfoliate the dead skin cells of envy and we detoxify his soul. Spa day. (laughs) Spa day. Treat yourself. I have a shiny new butthole. That's one we haven't heard in a while. Um, Okay, this is a good one. I made God cry. (laughs) And then uh, if you spot it, you got it. That's another deuce for the gossip toilet. Oh, yeah. And that's mine. <laughs> that guy's such a charming yep. asshole, isn't he? He really is. We actually uh, watched a movie with him and um, Rebel Wilson the other day. I forget what it was called, but oh. uh, decent, decent. Oh, that was that movie where she went into the fake world while she was in a coma? Yeah. Is that the one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, where she's with, yeah, with one the of the Hemsworths. Hemsworth, Liam yeah. Hemsworth. Uh, yeah, yeah, I exactly. didn't realize that was him. Yeah. We watched that like two weeks ago, and I didn't even, didn't even put those two together. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Uh, All right, so out of context quotes. I think that Kant would say, who's up for some Frisbee golf? (laughs) You want to make a pearl? You got to get some sand in your clam. Uh, well. Uh, So Natalie Portman does all of Scarlett Johansson's stunts? Why? And then he's like Superman with nervous diarrhea. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. I love that the quotes that you guys have that I have written down are edited the same way too. Good job, guys. You picked <laughs> out the right portions. 
So Brent came in for one session, then said he got a B-plus in moral values in Princeton, and so maybe he should be the professor. Then he asked me if I knew he went to Princeton. I said I did. He said then he went to Princeton and he left. <laughs> oh my God. He's chillaxing. That's a word I just invented combining cheaty and relaxing. Mm-hmm. You should tell him about how eight different Game of Thrones characters are based on you. Wow. <laughs> it's not like Janet has a car you can key or a house you can left eye Lopez. <laughs> you know what they say, a mushroom from Oprah's bog is better than anything else anywhere. Mm-hmm. And... You're like a Pam Anderson boob bike of good people. <laughs> wow. I, I'm glad Thanks. that one made it in and there. And that has been out of context quotes of the week. All right, Kevin, tell us what happened on this episode, please. All right. So we're continuing our plot to make humans better. Uh, Chidi is going to be running a class for people for moral philosophy, just like he does every time because he's like Superman with nervous diarrhea. But he's not angsty he actually believes he's in the afterlife so it's not going well so it's up to eleanor to torture him in only the ways that she can it's kind of awesome and kind of awful and they do it and it's really wreaking havoc on her and uh that's where we are yeah this this was a doozy lots yeah. of lots of stuff going on but we open up with Eleanor and Michael celebrating how Chidi has started the, the study group and that he's probably going to fix all the humans on his own. Hooray. And it's such a great thing that they erased his memory. Oof. Job done. Everything's... Ouch. That's it. Yep. But out of nowhere comes Frisbee Chidi. Where'd this guy come from? He's chillaxing, dog. He's trying to have this a good is, time. This is the Chidi that had the abs. Yeah, this is Abchi. <laughs> cool. This is yeah, this is somewhere in between like the the Cheaty on Earth and the Chili Baby Cheaty. He's right smack in the middle of the nervous ball of of tension and the guy who's just ready to put M&Ms in a chili pot and teach a class at the same time, which I think is a pretty good sweet spot. It's kind of a shame they had to mess him up because right now he seems like a really cool guy. Yeah. He yeah. seems pretty happy. <laughs> He's pretty content. And that's like not a good thing. So it's like, oh, well. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've always wanted a friend who's up for Frisbee golf, but also makes a really good Kant joke. What? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's Frisbee golf, though? And who might he might just put peeps in his in his chili. Peeps are <laughs> necessary. Yeah. So Eleanor and Michael obviously have to get together and figure out how do we get Wait, Cheaty out of this mode. Wait, wait. I got to stop this for a second. Jules, you know what Frisbee okay. golf is, right? I know Ultimate Frisbee. Uh, okay. Frisbee golf, I can kind of use context clues. Throw I just wanted to make sure you didn't think this was just a good place thing. Like this is, it's oh, not yeah, a hole. Yeah. It's a basket. It's a whole yeah. thing. All right. Great. Moving on. Uh-huh. Okay. For sure. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so Michael and Eleanor, they have to get together and figure out how do we get Cheaty out of this mode? Because even though it's great for Cheaty, it's not great for anybody else. So what's the solution? Torture. Torture him 
into misery. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Which it should be so easy. Di- it's cheaty. Well, yeah. That's what they figure out. It's not too hard. So dumb hair Janet and Tahani <laughs> are cooking up some way to get through to John. She should probably just tell him how she's based. Well, eight different Games of Thrones characters are based off of her. Or Spuddy. Yeah. Spuddy. Those are the two options. Did anyone think? Can we can we ask the Maxon Derricks? I'm sure it's not too difficult, but in the in the group, in the Facebook group, everything is fine. You can find just put in the search bar. Everything is fine. It'll pop up. Some new people joined this week. Pretty cool. But can we discuss which eight Game of Thrones characters we think? Because they brought it up twice. Yeah. Well, we know six of them were went to war. So that I mean, that actually doesn't narrow it down at all. But but still. Yeah, it's it's also difficult because there's 862 characters sure. in Game of Thrones. True. So, oh, yeah. do, do they mean the TV show or the book? Ooh, Probably could the be TV some show. from each. Mm-hmm. Could be some from each. Four and four. All right. Well, I don't think she's ever had her Johnson chopped off, so I think we can rule out that one guy. But mm. beyond that, she could be anybody. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> it in the Facebook group. But Spa Day, Posh Wash. Spy Day. They got to the, go to the posh wash. <laughs> there was so many names dropped in this episode. Coveted. Oh this my was god! The name Ridiculous. drop episode. That's like the. That's probably the record for the whole entire show. Like they dropped the most names. Tahani dropped so many names this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's easily going to be the title of our podcast, the name drop episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they they got to go to the posh wash. That excites uh, John very much. Uh, meanwhile. Michael and Eleanor go to see Jason about opening a jar of peanut butter or left eye Lopezing a house. <laughs> oh my God, Jason. I love like they even talked about it in the Facebook group. I love how much time we got with Jason in this episode. We had missed him a whole lot. Yeah. Previously. Now we got a whole lot of him and a whole lot of him doing what he does best. <laughs> Being a fake monk. I love it. He was so lost when they first came over there. Yeah. Like that jar of peanut butter came out. At, what, what do you? What was he thinking about? I don't. I mean, I never know what's going on in Jason's head. But I what think was he the thinking only about? time that's somebody the only thing he's ever good at. asked he can open for help, jars, stuck jars. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only <laughs> time anyone ever asks him for help. It's just to open a jar. <laughs> I just need to take my giant biceps and open jars for people. Okay, <laughs> that's all I'm good at. All right. So, yeah, the best way to get over breakup is definitely not burning down a house, but it is helping all of humanity. So they're going to do that. Meanwhile, at the Posh Wash, they're drinking cucumber water or water from Oprah's Hawaii house with mushrooms from her bog in the Pyrenees Mountains. I don't know, but it's better than anything ever. So. I don't even know what all these things are, but they're in the water and it's better than anything anywhere else. <laughs> I kind of want to... How good can the water be, though? Cucumber water, cool. Mushroom water, other... Oprah's... What What does that taste like? Yeah, but if the mushroom from the bog is literally better than anything else, imagine what it would do to a water. It's like, have you ever had a chocolate bar and then had a sip of water? The water immediately tastes better. Because chocolate makes everything taste better. Well, then why don't we just put chocolate in our water? That doesn't make sense. Well, because it, I, I think we should, but that's a whole different thing. I mean, some cities and, and towns put gross. fluoride in there. I think you should just take dark chocolate 
and put mm, it in the Replace water. all the fluoride with mm. dark chocolate. Yeah, dark chocolate has lots of health benefits. Don't <laughs> question that. Has zero health benefits. Anyways. So, yeah, John has major FOMO. And Tahani's trying to get him over that by sharing all the hot goss. I mean, basically, she's just letting him live the life that he always wished he could live and made fun of people for. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, this has got to work, right? Definitely going to get some progress here. Yeah. The only problem is once Tahani brings up the soul colonic, which is the goal of this whole thing, Mm -hmm. he pieces out. He's like, no, no, I'm okay. All right, this was fun. See you later. And she's just like, "What? We were, it was it was going so well. What happened? What happened is the guy's really a user, and he's not fun. Mm-mm. All right. So Eleanor brings Jianyu over to Chidi's house and slyly gets Chidi to promise to help Jianyu no matter what. Which Chidi, of course agrees to because a he's a good person and because b you know what he still looks at eleanor in that way i'm sorry i know there's no connection there and i know he sees her as this god thing but when he promised her i you have my sincerest promise no matter what it was more than just a promise there was a look there was a glance i it's still in there just like just like we talked about when he gets rebooted, all of those things from his past, all of those changes that Chidi made are still in there. So I think it's still in there. Okay, so you're still running with the idea that he has all his past memories somewhere suppressed and all his past experiences in his subconscious and they're sort of leaking out here and there because of the way that he looks at her and, and, and some other things that he's done before. I, I can I can buy that, I think. It's it's in there. It's his body. It's his mind going through them. Over th- how many years have they done the thing? Done so many different things, like uh, thousands. Yeah. So it, it's definitely possible. I don't, I don't think they're in there, but I think there's a backup of him somewhere. I think Michael made a backup on on the sly or something. A backup. So you think there's like a cheaty hard drive <laughs> just chilling? A cheaty cube. What if it turns out cheaty? Because it'll be kind of magic. It'll be a cheaty cube. What if cheaty was doing like a bigger experiment the whole time with everybody oh god and cheaty's the one oh god it could happen it's possible anything's possible so everybody else is the pawn and cheaty is the other person that's more powerful in chess yeah he's real god yeah uh gotcha <laughs> okay i i, I, I buy okay. it but come but back for, for now All right. for now he has agreed to this promise which for a Kantian philosopher is a very big deal Mm -hmm. and it doesn't take long for that to go south because Jason immediately comes forth (laughs) from inside Chianyu I was not expecting that he's from Florida and all this crap yeah I mean he didn't waste any time there wasn't like let's hang out for a bit and be silent no it's like hey by the way she just closed the door and I'm not supposed to be here yeah was not expecting this I love this I love bringing it back I love bringing back the butthole (laughs) everything it's great it's making it yeah and then he he makes himself comfortable right away and i don't know it's probably been a week it looked like it was a little bit of a fast forward there but michael and eleanor are knocking on the door trying to talk to chidi and he can't let them in because his apartment is a giant butthole and you know what i i so this apartment that he's in right now i'm assuming do you remember in one of the 
first seasons or whatever, we find out that before Chidi moved in with Eleanor, essentially, he had that apartment over the ice cream or the frozen yogurt shop. Mm-hmm. That little, you know, quaint little apartment that yeah. was so cheaty. I think this is that place. So he finally gets to live in like his place, the place with the bookshelves, the place with the lights, the place with all the things overlooking the square so he can observe the people and maybe see what they're doing from a philosopher's point of view. All of the wonderful cheaty things. And we're into this place for a week and it's turned into Jason's butthole. <laughs> That guy, he can't win. No. I, poor Cheaty. Mm-hmm. Dude can't win for first trying. So, yeah, he's ne- he needs to keep them out of the butthole and agree to take Jianyu to the luau. At the luau, Janet convinces Tahani to go on attack like the six out of eight Game of Thrones characters. <laughs> and Janet is all of a sudden very aggressive post-breakup. Not only did she change her hair, but it seems like she really has some inner feelings that she needs to get out. And she's passively, aggressively using Tahani to do it to someone else so she doesn't have to Not do it Not so herself. passive. That was pretty aggressive. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> more of the aggressive <laughs> passive side. Passive in the way that it's not—it's not direct. She's not the one that's going after mm, someone. She's mm-hmm, just convincing fair. someone else to do it. Uh, but she, Eleanor is checking in with Jason, and Chidi seems uh, to be really suffering. And Jason thinks maybe they've gone too far, even though it's easy for Jason to mess with them being himself. But Eleanor wants to keep pushing those buttons because she knows that Chidi is super diarrhea man. <laughs> At the same time, Tahani goes to confront John, who's way more preoccupied with the Little Mermaid surgery, but she wants him to be better. She just wants to say, hey, dude, the things you did on Earth were not great, but he strikes back because he's quicker on his feet than she is and makes her feel bad about all of the things that she did in her life because you know what? He was just a dude working 16 hours a day trying to make a living whereas she was given all of her money and living on up with all of the famous people. Yeah, that was interesting. I mean, as a gossip columnist, he was, you know, quick to to rebuttal because I'm sure he's had to do that so many times and he was just like, "Hey, I built this whole site from nothing to like 30 million readers or whatever and then you you're just hanging out with all these cool people and you were given all this stuff and and like no i'm gonna be the way i am and i'm not gonna be sorry so he's like super it's, on the defense it's clear right that now. he was yeah it's clear that he was super good at what he did oh because, yeah hey, he's quick on his feet <laughs> and then also i mean he he worked i mean you think this is a guy who's just kind of out there being a jerk but when you look at it from his point of view, I mean, put in 16 hours a day. He's like the freaking Dave Portnoy of gossip columns. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> you guys don't know who Dave Portnoy is, do you? No. Nope. Barstool Sports. I didn't know Frisbee golf. Oh, so. man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Excellent point. So now everyone gets a lava stone. And this is a magic lava stone. If you throw it into a fire pit, you're going to get whatever you desire in this world. Like... A pet turtle or a motorcycle with Pam Anderson's boobs on it. You know, the kind of thing every good place person Normal stuff. The normal things. Normal stuff. Childhood pet. Crazy motorcycle. Yeah. Those were the two. That was all we saw. <laughs> Those were the two. <laughs> I know. Those, that's, that's the, the entire range. See. Yeah. <laughs> Literally everything in between. I, I was so disappointed that Chidi had to lie, but it was such a great payoff that he had to walk the bike out 
of the square while everybody was watching. <laughs> oh my god, that was so good. I I was shocked that Cheedy lied. Michael pointed it out that Cheedy actually lied. I yeah. don't yeah. know that we really have a situation prior to this where he has lied. I was worried for him in that moment. I know, but it just goes back to my theory that he's still building off of all this previous stuff and he has alliances to these people. And I'm telling you, it's in there. The instincts, the things that he's doing without thinking, that is the remnants of the past experiences. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, we didn't get a payoff in him lying this episode and he did lie again later in the episode um, when he was talking to Michael yep. uh, and he was talking about how what was bothering him was the motorcycle. So I'm not. I'm not really sure that it's a big deal or it could be the biggest deal. Like, I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's somewhere probably not in between. It's one or the other. It's either the, the turtle or the motorcycle. Scene, it's either not a big really, deal with this show? or a big deal. It is. <laughs> right. Either this is just something that's nothing and I'm making a something out of nothing or mm. this is the linchpin for the entire season. Yeah, it's true. And so this is the first scene that we see Chidi lie and also the first scene that we see Jason throw something without yelling Bortles. Oh, because they traded him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. I would think that it would just be such a habitual thing by this point. Mm -hmm. But he threw that lava stone and in every other instance he would have been yelling (laughs) Bortles. I don't even think about that. It never happened. Yeah, it is. It was tough to watch. It was painful. So Eleanor is celebrating. She is stoked that Chidi just walked that bike out of here. She thinks we need to bring in the ants, bring in the champagne. And Michael thinks maybe we need to push it back a little bit. Maybe we've done enough for one day. And it didn't take long for him to be validated because Chidi comes in hyperventilating exactly as Eleanor said he needed to be. But it it didn't look good. It didn't look as good as I think she thought it was going to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so far, like all of her plans haven't worked well. (laughs) She she kept wanting to push Chidi. And before we, you know, we went through this whole thing where nothing was really working. And and now this one isn't working either. And we figured out at the end, Tahani is the only one that's like really making progress. But Eleanor hasn't been super successful. And that kind of stinks. I don't know. It reminds me of situations where somebody always is able to perform at their best when there's nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. And Eleanor has always been in these other situations where it's like, really, there's nothing to lose. Like, yeah, she could go to the bad place, but there she's in a situation that's well above and beyond. So it's like, well, let's just go all or nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But in this case... The whole of humanity is resting on her shoulders and she's performing like someone who is scared to make a mistake Mm -hmm. and also letting her emotions get in the way. And that's what happened here because she really wanted to push Chidi's buttons. And once Chidi confessed how negatively it was impacting his self and his impression of who he was and thinking that maybe he wasn't a good person maybe he didn't belong there after all when really Eleanor's doing all this because she thinks he's the best person she just breaks down and starts crying mm-hmm. and that almost breaks Chidi right, right there on the spot because he made God cry question mark <laughs> what yeah not not good so Chidi's crying and Tahani is so mad and so is Janet who seems to be feeling aggressive still and she just wants Tahani 
to uh, punch that other dude in the face. She just, so far as when she has an idea to Hani, she's just like, yeah, here you go. Here's the boxing gloves. Uh-huh. I'm not even hearing what your idea is. Here's your boxing gloves. Because Tahani's making the realization that, you know what? Her and John are really the same people, just on two different sides of the social stratosphere. Yeah. She didn't have all the friends and social connections that she wanted, so she felt lonely, but she was at the top echelon of people, whereas John was towards the bottom, making fun of those people, but also having no friends and no real social connections. We're all just people, man. (laughs) I think that would help uh, with the other one. What's the other one? The really bad one that we all hate? Maybe that'll help. Maybe that'll help that, you know... Maybe you can try the same method. Like, we're the same people, maybe? I don't know how to connect with that guy. (laughs) He's a lost cause so far. I'm still not convinced that Brent's going to be able to do anything more than just try and win a good person contest. Yeah. A good deeds contest. Because he couldn't win a good, even as hard as he could try, he couldn't win a good person contest. But I think the good deed contest is about the only way to get through to him. All right. So, still crying. Michael thinks on his feet, which is an interesting role reversal because we've been talking about all seasons how Michael is not the one that thinks on his feet well. But he hushes Eleanor, tells Chidi that she's only upset because if he's upset, that means that their job isn't going well, but they have a solution. If you have a problem, they can poof, make it explode like that thing over there. So what's your problem? What can we make explode? Well, of course, it's a motorcycle because that's what motorcycles do. Yeah. Line number two. Yeah, he's... uh, I don't know. I don't know about... I don't know what's going on with Chidi. I don't know what the the future holds for this new lying Chidi. New Chidi. We've seen a lot of Chidis, but we've never seen a lying one. Like Kevin said, it could be everything. So... So is he needy, new Chidi, or is he leady, lying Chidi? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Leady's chillaxing. Yeah, chillies, chillaxin, chillidi, chilly, chillidi. All right, <laughs> lead chilly. I don't know. Yeah, so the bike explodes. That solves that problem temporarily. And Tahani goes to relate to John with that classic story about how you get invited to Leo's party by Blake Lively on Paul Allen's mega yacht. Blada 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 blada. But it works because she gets an apology, John apologized that it feels like that's one of the only times he apologizes ever like in his life he i you know that sort of type of person that doesn't is very prideful and doesn't take apologizing lightly so i felt that i felt okay with him i felt there was progress there that he actually did say hey yeah i get what you mean You're not just dropping a bunch of names here, but I get it, and I'm sorry. And then they go off, and I I feel like there's, it's the beginning of something. It's going to take quite a while, I still think, for something to happen, for it to completely change. But yeah, I, I have faith in that relationship. But it was a huge moment. Yeah. No question about it. A huge moment. So even though it took Michael intervening, a little bit of teamwork between he and Eleanor, you do get what you want out of Chidi, where Chidi decides he's going to start an ethics class with Jason, who is excited about it because he knows that's his job. And 
immediately Chidi has to recalibrate his idea of what the class is going to be about because Jason admits that he's always trying to make himself better. That's why he spends so much time at the free clinic. <laughs> oh my God. But Jason is 100% sure that this is going to go well because Chidi is boob bike awesome. Hopefully he doesn't explode because that's what bikes do. That's what do. bikes do. <laughs> that's the best compliment. Oh, thank you. Right. And this was a tough scene that came up with with Eleanor because like if you've ever been through a breakup and you really are like friends with that person, it's so hard after because you have anger, you have regret, but most of all, you want to talk to that person. You know what I mean? Like that's mm -hmm. the person who you've talked through your problems with. So now Eleanor is in a situation where she's mad at Chidi irrationally and she knows it, mad at Chidi for abandoning her. But then she feels guilty because she's mad at him. Then she feels mad at herself for being guilty. And she wants to talk it all through with Chidi and he's not there. And it's such a tough thing because she's trying so hard. We just talked about how everything's failing, but she's trying so hard. Mm -hmm. She's so above her pay grade on this. Michael's told her why she's the right person. But still, this is a tough thing for her to do. And it's just doesn't make it any easier that she's doing this without her best friend. It's it's this is a tough scene. Yeah. And then Michael makes that. Um that comment about he'll he'll never understand like the human emotion and it's like yeah that like her explaining all of the emotions like yeah we can definitely relate like you know it you've been more than one way you had more than one feeling about somebody and and her and chidi definitely i can i can relate to that it's like well yeah i'm, I'm mad at this person but like i really want to talk to this person too and it really sucks and and i can uh, i think most of the audience can relate to how she's feeling right now um which is really cool and and knowing right. that she's human and making it more grounded in this whole you know the afterlife good place thing it really makes it grounded that she still has basic human emotions uh coming at her at the same time even though Michael doesn't because he essentially just thinks this is equally as insane as texting while driving. And he might yeah. be right about that. <laughs> so Chidi's making some improvements because he's going to teach the ethics class. Tahani's making big improvements because her and John are going to watch a Britney Spears movie. And Jason has useness. So everything's going real good until the hooded coal miner comes pushing himself down the tracks. Fremulon. What oh, brother, where are thou? This <laughs> right? I am the man of constant See, sorrow. This is the thing: is with this show, I think we're supposed to think that this is like the Grim Reaper or something. I, I think it's Michael. It's Donkey Kong. I think it's Michael. I think that's the real Michael. I think we're dealing with a fake Michael. What? No. Hold on. Yeah. Since when? Yeah. Since when? Since since the reboot. I think this is a fake Michael. A that bad we're place, with. Michael. I you don't think it's know. a bad place, Michael. I don't know if I can go that far, but I don't think this is our Michael. Huh. I'm gonna disagree, and that's Ooh. fine. I didn't know where I was going with this until I started speaking. So, <laughs> so I'm fine with you disagreeing, but I'm I'm standing by if it. This is a hill I will die on. Uh, you didn't see on the video because this is just audio podcast. Kevin threw a dart at a dartboard and then he came upon Michael. So that's how he figured that one out. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys, I do have that giant that don't picture translate of Jesus to an audio over medium. here. So I yeah. think it might be Jesus. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> Somebody on the discussion group or multiple people on the discussion group did say that it was the Michael, somebody in the Michael skin suit. And maybe, maybe y'all are both right. Maybe it's somebody in the Michael skin suit who's going to try and convince us that that's a fake Michael, even though they're the fake Michael. Or my gut reaction was it was Trevor. And I have no idea how he fits into this story at this point. But when I saw somebody in disguise pushing their way down, I thought it was either Donkey Kong. And if nobody ever played Donkey <laughs> Kong Country, then nobody gets this joke that I'm making. But if you did, you know what I'm talking about. Or it was Trevor. Mm. Or it's another uh, Michael in a Michael suit. Oh, Think God. about it. <laughs> Everyone is John. Oh, Michael. Everyone is Michael. Yeah. John Everything Jacob is Michael. His name is Everything my name is too. But literally, so, it could be we just sold a sticker on uh, T Public. What was that? So we we just got a sale. We got a sticker. Someone, oh, one of our cool. fans, bought an Everything right. is now? Fine sticker. So Hooray. thank you, you guys whoever rock. it was. Right on. Yeah, we love that you post like merch or you wearing the shirts and all that. Put that in the group because that's always welcome. We love seeing it. So thank you. So whoever's whoever got that sticker, yeah. post a picture of it. And we love you forever. <laughs> but yeah, it could definitely be anybody. We do. Let's talk about it in the Facebook discussion group. Who you think it is riding on down to the good place to mess everything up? Or well, you know, we didn't talk about it. They could try and make it better. They could try and help. What if it's a good person? Probably not. True. Could be Derek. No, coming probably back. not. But true. I don't could know be. where Derek came from. But what if it's could be going by Derek? Yeah, yeah. But Derek could just he could just appear right there. It's more fun. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. All right, guys. Well, yeah, check it out. Go to the Facebook discussion group. Tell us what you think. Search Everything is Fine on Facebook. You'll find us. You can also go to Instagram at Everything is Fine Podcast or at Nerdy Things Pod everywhere else and www.nerdythingspod.com. So to all you Maximum Derricks out there, we thank you for joining us and we hope you have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye.